0: Lecture 29, Clark Porter. Your dad isn't a regular person. Of course, most dads will tell you they're regular people. Ask them. I'm a dad myself these days. It didn't make me any less awkward at parties. But whatever he might say, your dad isn't a regular person. He couldn't be. He could drive when you couldn't walk. He could write two 30 page briefs a week when you were struggling to fill a page double spaced. When you could barely catch a football with both hands, he could throw a tight spiral almost 25% of the time. A dad is just another regular guy. But your dad is like one of those Picasso cubist paintings presented to you from many perspectives at once. He probably hasn't changed that much since you've known him. But you've changed immensely. So even when you're old enough to pick up the check when you're out to dinner, there's a piece of you that remembers when riding on his shoulders felt like flying 60 feet in the air. John Clark Corky Porter Jr. is my dad. I've got his name to prove it. I suspect most of the other contributors to this book don't think of him as regular, or at least not ordinary, but especially not to me. I remember sitting in my dad's Acura on the highway to Huntsville, Alabama. I was in third grade. Mom and dad had taken me out of school to go to space camp for my birthday. Well, technically it wasn't space camp. I had been begging to go to space camp, but mom and dad weren't going to shell out $1,500 for five days of gyro rides. So we were going to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center the home of space camp, to go see all the rockets and hopefully sneak in a gyro ride. On the way to space camp, I was a little dour. Dad, puzzled why getting out of school to see rockets would make me so depressed, asked me what was wrong. I'm not smart anymore, I said. What makes you say that? I can't do school anymore. What do you mean, he followed. "'wondering what sort of anthill he had just kicked over. "'I mean, we're doing long division at school. "'I can't do it. "'Even the dumb kids can do it, but I can't. "'So now I'm not smart anymore.' "'Dad smiled. "'You're going to be able to do long division, Clark. "'It may not make sense right now, but keep trying. "'Keep doing the problems, "'and one day you'll wake up and it will make sense. "'You won't even remember what it was like "'to not understand long division.' I'm not sure whether he told me a story about when he was trying to learn something in school, or whether maybe he tried to teach me some mathematics from right there in the driver's seat. I think it was the former, but if you know Corky, you can't rule out the latter. Either way, it was hopeless. Of course Dad could do long division. Dad had always known how to do long division. He had met the first numbers to be divided and attended the ceremony when they were added back together again. He had divided so many numbers that they had to invent more numbers. Trillions. Googles. Plexus. Sometimes he divided numbers by accident and had to spend tedious hours feeding them back into the multiplier to set them right. But I didn't have that power. He couldn't understand that I was trying to divide numbers with my own bare hands. In reality, Dad hadn't always known long division, 30-odd years later, I can picture it in a way that was impossible back then. Dad would have been a chubby nine-year-old with hideous glasses who could nonetheless outrun and out-tackle everybody else at school. He would be sitting in class thinking about backyard football or Tom Swift books or the James Bond movie he'd snuck into that once. His teacher would walk to the chalkboard and draw a tabletop with one curved leg. Confusion would give way to dread, would give way to panic. To hear him tell it, he would have locked himself away for days with a math book until he understood and could be good again. He probably just did a few extra problems along with his homework until dinner. And that would be that until it was time for algebra, and then trigonometry, and then Russian lit. By the time he was driving his son to space camp, the angst of school would have been like an old friend. A little awkward at first, but familiar and rewarding. If only clients, partners, and opposing counsel could be so straightforward. But as a chubby nine-year-old who desperately needed, but refused to wear, his hideous glasses, I couldn't see any of that. Eventually I did cheer up. We got to the rocket center and had a great day looking at rockets and experimental planes. The gyro rides weren't running, but I came home with not one, but two space shuttle figurines. And wouldn't you know it, I figured out long division too, though it took a couple more weeks. There were other moments. When I got in a fight in middle school and came home sobbing because now I wouldn't get into college. Son, you're going to go to college, Dad assured me. The time when I told a girl I was busy with homework and couldn't talk to her, then sat on the couch where Dad was watching a Wings rerun. Son, that girl wants to talk to you. You should talk to her. From the other side of Forty, maybe I can see him a little better. He had felt rueful. He had felt shy. It's just that, by that time, he knew those feelings were part of the game, and that it's no good letting them get into the way of what you want. And it dawns on me it must be frustrating for him, like a traveler returning from a long journey with a map, only to have the villagers bow down to worship it, or scoff a likely story. Ralph Ellison's Invisible Man is one of Dad's favorite books. I wonder if he felt a new kinship to the protagonist when he became a father. To be attended constantly by two little creatures who don't, who can't, see him as he is or understand what he is offering. Yet he never gave up offering. He kept trying to teach. Some of his lessons took. He started me on a running program at age 12. The goal was football but I'm still running, or at least working out regularly, 30 years later. Other lessons didn't. I've never been able to work as long or as productively as he does, but either way, Dad was always there, trying, no matter if, at the time, I thought he was a superhero or a clueless geezer. He made every football game, every school play, every lacrosse match, and just as blessedly stayed home from the punk rock concerts. Corky Porter will never be a regular guy to me. He is my dad. Happy 70th, Dad. Clark.